0: Hello everybody. Hello. they speak a commercial. Hello shampoo. Hello. And we have with us again on this Wednesday, May 17th, 2020, the one and only man who stands up for the constitution, our bill of rights like nobody else out there because number 1 nobody knows it like he does and I'll put anybody up against him to talk about it. And is a man of passion and caring and kindness that honors the founding fathers and what this country represented and how it's been lost. We have with us Judge Andrew Napolitano. Hello, Judge.
1: Uh, Hi, Gerald. Always a pleasure to be with you, my friend. Yeah. You know, you you have
0: an article that's coming out tomorrow and um, the Fed and their copycats. The federal government recently revealed that at least 50 U.S. government personnel working in 10 foreign countries have had their mobile devices hacked by unknown persons who employed software known as Zero Click. The Zero Click product called Pegasus is manufactured by an Israeli high tech company called NSO Group. Tell us more about this.
1: Well, Zero Click uh, allows uh, the person who uses the software to download everything that's in your uh, mobile device or desktop without tricking you into clicking. Uh, onto a link. Uh, the FBI bought this uh, in the Trump administration behind Trump's back and rather secretly until a clerk in the FBI's office mistakenly revealed its existence to the New York Times and the Washington Post in a Freedom of Information Act request. Congress found out about it. They grilled Chris Ray, the director of the FBI, said, well, we really didn't buy the zero click to use it. We just bought it to reverse engineer it to see how it works. Well, nobody believed that. Joe Biden signed an executive order prohibiting the use of zero-click made by this company. He did not prohibit the use of other zero-click products, which the FBI, the CIA, the NSA proceeded to purchase. Okay, all of this is two years ago. It's newsworthy now because Apple informed the White House what you just read. 50 American government personnel, we don't know if they're civilian or military, high-ranking or uh, low-ranking, permanently or temporarily in foreign countries, had the contents of their mobile devices downloaded. Everything in there taken out. You don't know that it's taken out. These people didn't know that it happened until Apple told them. Now, the White House is fearful. Why? Because Joe Biden himself was in Ireland in late March. We don't know who carries his iPhone. We know he uses one. There are pictures of him uh, using it, but that could very well have been downloaded. The problem here is don't feel sorry for this happening to the feds. The feds who steal our information and use it on us can't even keep top secret material safe. If the iPhone from whom it was downloaded is a general or a person in the CIA, or a high-ranking uh, NSA official, those are top-secret uh, top uh, national defense information secrets downloaded out of their software. I'm not complaining that the feds can't protect their uh, own software. The feds know how to do it. They're lazy. They don't do it. I'm complaining that what was done to the feds, the feds do to us. Joe Biden didn't stop it. Instead of banning just one product, you should have banned all spying on Americans without search warrants because that's what the Fourth Amendment requires. Now he may have been, but doesn't know it, a target of this himself. You know, tell me how does it get on your phone or your, your laptop or your computer? Just uh, the, the good, uh, good question. So when the FBI uh, was using it, they get the ID of your phone. They can get that from the um, uh, service provider. All they have to do then is latch onto the ID and they're able to copy everything that's in here. And We all know what's in here. Personal, professional, medical, legal, secrets, intimate, whatever you put uh, on your financial, whatever you put uh, on your iPhone. So Biden was quite properly not happy when he heard the FBI was using it. But he foolishly didn't ban all use of it. He just banned one product from one Israeli company, whereupon the FBI went out and bought another product from another Israeli company that does the same thing. So this lets Biden wave to the crowds on protecting your civil liberties, but say to the FBI, go ahead, spy on uh, all the people you want. So which is easier to spy on somebody using zero click? or to develop probable cause, present it to a federal prosecutor, put it in an affidavit, present it to a federal judge, and wait for the federal judge to sign a search warrant. It's obviously easier to use the zero click. So since 9-11 and the Patriot Act and the George W. Bush, Dick Cheney years, a whole generation of federal agents has come of age knowing They can spy and do anything they want. The Fourth Amendment be damned. Don't worry about it. You won't get prosecuted. Just get us the evidence of the bad guys. That's what we're confronting. That's what John Durham unearthed in his report that came out the other day. I think the report is ridiculous. It didn't tell us anything new. But it does demonstrate a cultural attitude on the part of federal law enforcement that they do not have to uh, comply with the Constitution.
0: So going back to this, cause I'm not sure I understand it. This Pegasus, like, I don't have a, I don't carry a cell phone, but I have, I use my computer. Now if Pegasus sends me something and it's a
1: phony thing and I respond to it. No, you don't to- have to respond to it and they won't send you anything. That's why it's called zero click. Uh, if the FBI wanted to get into your computer they would go to your service provider and get the ID of your computer, punch that ID into their zero click software, and then they would be in your computer and could copy anything there and you wouldn't know it. So wow. they don't physically remove the contents. They just ID the contents and take down what they want.
0: So th- this is this is America. Yeah, the we go we go kill all these. What I uh, it just had the uh, a study came out. Uh, yesterday, I think it was we spent over eight trillion dollars uh, in, the, in the since 9-11 to kill, you know, a couple of million people or, or around the globe. Uh, and, um, you know, this is the America that kills all these people, steals our money to do it in the name of freedom and democracy as they're robbing it from us. Because you also have over here how this was a fear from our founding fathers that when the government got too big, our freedom would be lost. Thomas Jefferson predicted shortly before he died in 1826 that in the long run, personal liberty would shrink and government power would grow. You're right, he could not have imagined any of this. It seems that no matter who is in the White House and which political party controls either house of Congress, the tentacles of government reach
1: deeper into our lives with every tick of the clock. Is there any private or harmless behavior in America today that the government doesn't seek to regulate? It's hard to imagine what that might be. That's how pervasive government has become. Jefferson's uh, solution uh, is a painful one. Jefferson's solution was a revolution in every generation. Jefferson believed, he didn't do this, but believed that the constitution and the federal laws should have to be the Constitution re-ratified and the federal laws reenacted so that we are not forced to accept the mistakes of our ancestors, which we are today. The Constitution we have exists in form, but functionally, it's a dismal failure. It has utterly, totally failed uh, to restrain the uh, the federal government. The zero click thing is just the tip of the iceberg.
0: You know, this is what we think about the politicians, Uh I'll just show you what we're with. These are these little clowns, these arrogant little people that are running and ruining our lives. You ready?
1: (laughs) A little lower. Hey, politicians, there you go. How about this? Well, that's that's the way they are today, and and COVID shows that the uh, American public, when they're properly uh, and effectively terrified, uh, will accept the uh, government telling us how to live. And this no, happens no matter time. which part. This happens yep. no matter which party is in power. We have thirty one point four trillion in public uh, debt. As much of it accumulated under Republicans as under Democrats. Yep.
0: And by the way, these shirts are going to be on sale very shortly at
1: trendsjournal.com. I would imagine a lot of people will be wearing those shirts on Memorial Day weekend in Kingston, New York, no?
0: Oh, yeah, (laughs) yep. And, of course, we're going to have a great rally here. Unfortunately, you won't be able to make it this time. But we're going to have Dennis Kucinich, who is the um, uh, campaign manager for um, uh, uh, RFK Jr. Right. And uh, Frank Murano from... um, uh, WABC Radio, John Whitehead, Gary Null, myself, and uh, a number of other speakers. So, uh, everybody, please try to come to the rally on May 27th, 1 p.m., Kingston, the Four Corners of Freedom, John and Crown Street. And if you can't make it or you can make it, do what you can to donate to Occupy Peace, OccupyPeace.com. Dennis, Kucinich.
1: Freedom. Dennis Kucinich is one of the most courageous members of Congress in the modern era and one of the strongest defenders of civil liberties that I know. He's, he's a, a liberal version of Ron Paul. Yeah. Um, well, I, had a, I had two shows uh, on Fox, I mean, on my Freedom Watch program that were the highest rated. One was Ron Paul and Ralph Nader. The other was Ron Paul and Dennis Kucinich. It's amazing how much uh, they agreed, certainly when it comes to uh, personal liberty. And anti-war. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, and fiercely, fiercely uh, anti-war. Yeah. So Dennis, Dennis should be a very big draw. Your audience is in for a treat. Yep. Uh, when they uh, get to hear uh, Dennis Kucinich. his, and he's his knowledge speak- of his knowledge of the war machine and the ability to expose its insidious operations is extraordinary.
0: Yep. And he's going to be speaking on behalf of RFK Jr. So it's going to be a lot about what he has to say. And, you know, going back to your your article, you go on to write about what Jefferson did. He said, now you say the government that Jefferson left us has been inverted. The government needed the per- permission of the voters to do nearly er- anything. Today, we need the permission of the government to do nearly everything. And folks under observation, change on account of the op. So, in other words, when they're watching you, we'll do what you tell me to do. I'll do what you tell me to do. And you talked about the COVID war, how they sold fear and hysteria. And, oh, by the way, in the Trends Journal, uh, you know, um, last week or a week and a half ago, the World Health Organization said, quote, the pandemic was over. Do you know when they called it a pandemic? Who? The World Health Organization? When? In March of 2020. The COVID war broke out in China on Ch- to celebrate Chinese Lunar New Year, the year of the rat, in January 2020. The fear started selling big time in February 2020. In March 2020... There were like 5,000 people globally out of, what, eight million billion that died of COVID. And they called it a pandemic. What are you talking about a pandemic? It wasn't a pandemic. You Exactly what you said, how they sell us fear and hysteria to get the people to follow. Right. And now here's the final number. Again, remember... Most of the people that died of COVID had 2.6 pre-existing comorbidities, obesity, type 2 diabetics, respiratory ailments, or the elderly. Out of the entire global population of 8 billion, about 6,750,000 died of COVID. That means 99.9% 1% 1% of the people are still alive.
1: <laughs> Those are the facts. Gerald, it was a dry run for the next time, the real time, uh, when they want to uh, repress everybody. I don't know that it's going to work uh, next time. Oh, no I don't know that the American public, even, even the Western world, would accept another one of these lockdowns, and I hate to use the word; it's a prison, it's a prison term. I I know to the elites we are their prisoners, and they love that term. I I condemn the term, but whatever terminology you want to use, they will try it again, and they'll fail. Well, they'll try it again, maybe not like that. What they'll do is, you know, as
0: I say, when all else fails, they take you to war, and they'll sell fear and hysteria and get the people marching off again, like they always do. Right. And again, when you look at this, this, this COVID thing, for example, adults I talked to, one guy, 80 years old, and a smart guy, he walked by the other day. Hi, Gerald. How you doing? I'm doing good, blah, blah, blah. He said, look, I'm having another rally. They hate me up here because they have peace rallies. And uh, I said, I'm going to have Dennis Kucinich as one of the speakers, and he's the campaign manager for RFK Jr. He said, well, you know, I, I like RFK Jr., but boy, he was anti-vax, and I don't like that. You have no idea how many so-called adults still associate him with anti-vax. And the reason why they don't like him is because they sucked up, bowed down, and did what they were told. And they can't stand people who didn't do that. Right. And of course, you know, I had big rally here when everything was locked down. And we had several hundred people here during when everything was locked down and we all died from the virus none of us <laughs> you and i
1: it. were there you and i were there and we're both alive and happy and healthy yeah so again the lies that they're selling is not it may
0: not be a lockdown it'll be another fear and hysteria and the people buy it all the time you know i'm a yankee doodle dandy yankee doodle door die you know i'm going to f- spread going overseas to fight for democracy as we lose it in front of our eyes, you know, judge, they just came out with this again, you know, to hate the Russians, you know, it's always hate the Russians. And um, this uh, new report that came out, I remember when Russia Gate happened, it was a load of baloney. Those of us that were studying the facts knew it, but the
1: people bought it. And now this new report came out. What do you think about it? I think the new report didn't tell us anything that's new, but it reinforces our uh, observations uh, that the FBI will begin uh, criminal investigations uh, on the basis of the political bias of the investigators. And that's a violation of the Civil Rights Act. That's a violation of of other federal laws. Did anybody get indicted? No. Will there be any accountability? No. Did they call out the CIA and, and the Brits for spying on Trump before he was uh, even a candidate for president. No, uh, it, it basically reinforces what we already knew. But in terms of accountability, it's another whitewash. The, the FBI is nothing, nothing without the DOJ. It do- doesn't have arrest warrants. It can't start a criminal investigation. It doesn't have search warrants. It doesn't have grand jury subpoenas. And who ran the DOJ in these years? Bill Barr. And who appointed John Durham to investigate the DOJ and the FBI? Bill Barr. Do you expect there to be any accountability? Of course not.
0: No. And what do we need an FBI for? What is not
1: in the Constitution. Jefferson would be turning in his grave at the thought of a federal police department. There's only two federal crimes in the Constitution, treason and debasing the money supply. All else was intended by the framers. Uh, All other criminal behavior was intended to be prosecuted by the states. So there would be no one central control over it as there is today now what did you say about the the, the two crimes or what what are they treason yeah and debasing the money supply so
0: in other words then jerome powell janet yellen the whole federal reserve should all be in jail
1: absolutely because that's what they do every day is right in front of our eyes correct correct you know for the past hundred years Going back to the presidency of Woodrow Wilson, who gave us World War I, the Federal Reserve, the federal income tax, the administrative state, the popular election of uh, senators. But going back to that time, the same mentality has governed uh, the country, no matter which party is in control. That's a pro-war, pro-regulation, pro-big government, anti-constitution, anti-civil liberty anti-peace mentality, and we suffer from it horrifically today. And, you know, that's
0: why I support RFK Jr. for president and Judge Andrew Napolitano for vice president, because you're both on the same page being against everything that you just said. And Kennedy's coming out about how the bigs are controlling everything and on and on and on. He's on so much of the same issues as we are. And, you know, as people say, I hate him because of climate change. That, you know, come on. You know, this, this guy's also a great environmentalist. You know, he's, he's saved a lot. It's not only about climate change. And I think he'll change his mind in that as well. As he sees, matter of fact, he's even said it, that now it's become a takeover by the Bill Gates and the billionaires bringing in a different direction from where it's
1: supposed to be going. Well, every time Bobby Kennedy talks, it goes up in the polls. And every time Joe Biden talks, it goes down in the polls. (laughs) (laughs) Polls are just of likely voters in Democratic primaries. And, of course, the Democrats have skewed their uh, primaries. They've taken them out of Iowa and New Hampshire uh, and moved them into uh, South Carolina and somewhere else. I forget where where uh, Joe Biden uh, is likely to prevail in hopes of a quick knockout. Uh, a Bobby. I don't think that's going to happen.
0: No. I think the other place that uh, Biden is big is not the other place. What'd you say? Which one? Carolina? South Carolina. Uh, too is the other one. He's bigger <laughs> there. <laughs> Wherever the hell that is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Judge, thanks for being on today. And thank Carol, you for it. all that you do. Look. I so greatly appreciate it. And it's a true honor that we do this each week. Thank you. Uh, so the much. honor's mine. Looking forward to seeing you soon, my friend. Ciao ciao.